0: Hello, guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi, guys, how are you all doing? You're very welcome back to another episode on Narcon. I hope everybody is doing well and healing well. And remember that the key, the crucial key to healing from narcissistic abuse is to understand what you've been through. Once you understand what the narcissistic personality disorder is, you will heal. I promise you that. Getting to fully understand it takes a little bit of time. Um, but once you really put the effort in and you get it, you finally get it, you will be able to walk away into a better life and into your light. It's just a given, but understanding is crucial. So today I'd like to talk about an interesting aspect. And it's one that comes up quite a lot because the narcissist will have inflicted a considerable um, life-threatening amount of pain upon their target or victim. So obviously at some point in your healing, um, some point in the grieving process, you will go through a stage of anger, of really pulling away from this, this individual, realizing fully what they've done, what they've put you through, how they misrepresented themselves to you and how they actually tried to decimate you, how they tried to obliterate you, your sense of self, your identity, and how you go about your life and your beliefs and morals and that's why i believe it's a it has a huge spiritual dynamic this particular um psychologically classified personality disorder so wherever you are in your healing at some stage i'm guessing you will come to a point where you would really like to get the narcissist back for what they've done to you. So, first of all, let me say it's very understandable. And secondly, let me say it's very achievable. And thirdly, I'd like to say it's actually up to you whether you want to you know, pursue this particular aspect of your healing. But it can be pursued in a safe and beneficial way, To you. So here's the conundrum. If you understand what you're dealing with, basically if you understand what the problem is, you'll be able to come up with the solution. So most people in a heated way, in an emotional way, will look for revenge while they're feeling that emotion and in the excruciating pain of that emotion. I mean, narcissists make us extremely angry. I'm just thinking back on a few things to to give you an example and the craziness and the, the way they make you feel angry. I'll just take, for example, in my situation, I remember that the narcissist was principally very interested in my my home, my house, not having one themselves. And I won't go into the details of why that situation occurred. So analyzing it, you know, post discard and post relationship, you can see what the narcissist was mainly after. So I remember that being praised to the hilt initially. And this is a great place, we can do this with it, with it, we can do that with it. And I've said this before in a video, it's in a great location and it's just wonderful. And, you know, you're sharing it with me, which is great. And, you know, future faking and et cetera, et cetera. And then in the discard, ah, that old dump of a place, who'd want to live there? You should get out of that. You should get a smaller place. And you know, anyway, you're not fit for a relationship. i sorry, I have to laugh at this now. Um, Who'd want to live in that kind of a, a place? Now, if you think about this, that's very, very annoying. And when you're buying into it at the time, when you're in an emotional situation, and this person who's purported to love you is actually dumping you, and then is criticizing everything left, right, and center of you. When you're in the moment, it's pretty painful. When you look back on it, it's absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And you can, you know, you, what you maybe would love to do is to ring the narcissist up. That's if they weren't blocking you and being very, very childish and very abusive and say, I just like to clarify this. So just in case you're listening, Mr. Narcissist, because I do get I do get a dislike, uh, thumbs down on every single video I've done. And obviously people, you know, have the, you know, that they may think it's a bad video, but I've seen other videos that never get a thumbs down and I'm always intrigued. Anyway, if you're listening, I'd like to say, why would you go after something and really want it so much and then turn around and criticize it and say you never wanted it anyway and actually to compound that I remember being told I'm a free spirit and like you know property and stuff like that don't interest me Um I'm really happy just on my own and nobody can kind of have a hold over me you know in relation to anything like that and I'm kind of going well where are you now you know, you kind of so you can see you can see how an individual can get, you know, exasperated and um, besides the pain that you go through, really wanting to, you know, get revenge or get some kind of closure or be able to say to this person, well, actually, you're wrong. But guys, herein lies the, the truth and the key. It's a waste of time having a conversation with somebody who has a narcissistic personality disorder because all they're going to do is enjoy it. They enjoy that type of entanglement. They enjoy you being frustrated and annoyed. And the fact that you actually give them any respect or credit for this crazy changing opinion, this unstable instability in their identity they don't have a core um identity going through them that remains stable and varies a little bit as they go through life they have this identity that identity this identity they are just chameleons they are not a a whole stable person So if you're interacting with them, you may as well be interacting with a hologram and changing the program. So it's a waste of your time. And in relation to getting some type of satisfaction or revenge for what the narcissist has put you through. And my little example is a very minimal example, and I'm not underestimating the devastating things that they do the criminal things that they do and get away with and the fact that people are left on the brink of suicide after dealing with some of these individuals so then paula get off the chair and tell us you know how do and can we get revenge on a narcissist yes you can and this is how you do it the narcissist plays the narcissist's game. And they bank on you not knowing about the narcissistic personality disorder. So banking on that, and every time they've played it before, their game has succeeded in providing them with emotional regulation. In other words, providing them with an emotional reaction of another individual and that emotional reaction gives the false mask existence so to speak because your belief you're reacting to something they do means that they exist because you've given a human reaction to someone or something you perceive them to be so your perception of this mask enables it to exist. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's like you interacting with it enables it to live and be. And the more you interact with it and the stronger your emotional interaction with it is, the more powerful it is. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain, expects in their game plan that the manipulations they use against you will cause a reaction on a scale of 1 to 10, but they can they can predict subconsciously your reaction to what they do because they've honed their skill and they have used these manipulations throughout their life on other people. So with little tweaks here and there to customise the manipulation, they expect a result. If you don't play their game, they do not exist. It's a huge narcissistic injury to them for you, for them not to have any power or control over you so that The manipulations they use against you get no reaction, which means they are that significant. That is the way you initially and ultimately get revenge on the narcissist. That's the starting point of the revenge you get with a narcissist. They have nothing to feed their coterie of individuals who follow them and give them attention. They may make stuff up about you, even if you're not reacting. But eventually the story falls flat on its face because there's no evidential evidence coming from you. People are beginning to, to say around the narcissist, you keep talking about this individual, like keep talking about you their ex, but but your ex isn't talking about you. They're not even mentioning you and they're saying like when I went to them or heard about them or saw them on Facebook, they don't seem to, to be where you are obsessed with this ex. And the narcissist begins to look insignificant, fake, obsessed, And it doesn't feed into what they're trying to portray. It doesn't look well. And if they're the type of narcissistic individual that uses their image of being a good, sweet, humble, successful, popular um, person full of integrity, it really decimates their game plan. Now, the second stage of getting revenge on a narcissist, so that is that is total no contact. That is total no talking about the narcissist to anybody that's going to report back to them. That's really hard to do. And I often wonder about where the saying come, came from, um, that revenge is a dish best tasted cold. You have to be at a stage in your healing where you are able To do this and that takes strength knowledge understanding perseverance and healing so if you are at that stage and you want your revenge on the narcissist you may not see it you may not hear it but i can promise and guarantee you that you will be getting revenge if you are doing this and at some stage Karma always comes knocking. Revenge is different to karma. But karma will let you know at some stage. At some stage. So be patient and be a believer that this is what works in relation to getting revenge against the narcissist. The second stage of revenge against a narcissist is for you to be doing better than you've ever done before. Being very, very sure of yourself again, having grown your self-esteem, having grown your life, having explored and and been on the path of your life purpose. If you're like me and you believe in, in the devil, you believe in bad energy, you believe in dark energy and light energy... Believe you me, the devil hadn't planned on you recovering from this narcissistic abuse. The devil took a risk in targeting you to bring you down. Because when you stand up, when you start to heal, it's your choice. It is a choice you will make at some stage that you want to heal and get over this and no longer be a victim or a target of narcissistic abuse. When you stand up, you are two people. You are double the light. And the narcissist is double the dark. Remember, if you want to solve a problem, like supposing you have mud on the patio, you don't throw more mud on top of the mud on the patio. So you don't do what the narcissist expects you to do and be angry and vengeful and do things against the narcissist, you know, show a reaction and take actions, do things like that against the narcissist. That's throwing mud on mud and you still have mud there and you are no better off. If you throw water on that mud, if you throw light on that dark, you get rid of the mud and you're left with the light and you're left with a big shining light or a big cleaner cleaner patio. That's the best analogy I can use. If you throw light at the dark, The dark is gone because light is stronger. So when you shine in your life and you have not given the narcissist any significance, the narcissist no longer exists, no longer feels in control, no longer feels in power. And to double on that, you have shown that your way full of empathy and morals and consideration of others and the desire not to destroy and hurt but to be progressive and grow and help is like a sword through the heart of a demon. At that stage the narcissist becomes insignificant to you and you're indifferent to what happens to the narcissist at the point where probably you will see how revenge has played out for you. That's the path you can take if you want true revenge on a narcissist. And it's a beautiful path because it serves a light filled purpose in that you have healed and improved yourself and your light. And it's a byproduct of that, that the narcissist is left in a dark corner. It's not you ultimately trying to destroy or hurt someone else, but by living your true life and the life you were meant to lead and the life you were living before the narcissist came along by actually not interfering in another's life, you've actually managed to achieve satisfaction and revenge if you fully understand what the narcissist is, you will fully understand that that is the sweetest and the best revenge you can get for what you have suffered and what you have been through with a narcissistic individual. I hope that gives you some peace. Someone out there is hearing this. Someone out there will reach some peace in their heart if they fully understand this concept and you will know how to best go about getting a sense of justice for what you've been through and actually at at the very end stage of healing I believe you will look back and be very proud of where you've come to and be able to celebrate your choices in life and your choices about how you dealt with an abuser. You didn't enhance the world with double abuse. You didn't continue to put darkness out there, but instead you shot it down by going more into the light. That's it for today, guys. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much to all of you, this beautiful community. I absolutely love being part of you all. Have a great day guys and I'll see you again soon. Bye!